Hi all, welcome to the Search for Pink podcast. I am Rebecca Botter, I am your host, and little backstory on this. So, um, my favorite theater company in the world slash uh, one I'm a part of is uh, doing a show and they asked me to help with the costumes. And if y'all know me, I don't do things halfway. So I immediately was like, I need to get someone in costuming onto the podcast immediately and within like two days. I uh, messaged one of the producers and I was like, cool. So I've already watched documentaries on the time period. I am talking to a costume designer. I'm doing research. I now have a favorite costume designer. Um, So Mariana Novak is not who I'm talking to, but Mariana Novak is the great uniter of us all. Kind of the fairy godmother of the Atlanta actor scene. So I messaged her because I knew she would have great recommendations, and she did. She pointed me to Ali Yato, who I'm so looking forward to meeting. I, (laughs) she has worked on shows such as Devious Maid. She worked on Passengers, but she knows like the Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence thing. She's done a lot of costume shopping, and I don't know what that is. And y'all know I love to learn about jobs I don't know about. I'm very curious, interested. And so we're going to be talking to her the difference between costume design, costume shopping, what does that look like? She's been working on the show Dynasty forever. And I actually have met the head makeup artist for Dynasty and it apparently is just the loveliest set to work on. I don't know. I'm just really curious to see how that job, what it's like. Learning as much as I can all the time. Y'all know me. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. My brain is a little scattered. I just shoveled in a lot of like fried rice in my mouth because I've been going, going, going for like five weeks. Um, literally, I loved the Emily Palmer episode uh, last week. If you haven't listened, please do. Um, I literally blanked earlier today. I was like, how exciting. This is my first <laughs> episode to record since coming back after a two week break. And then I was like, Rebecca. There has been another episode already. I've been busy for five weeks. Being busy is not that interesting. I'm not going to bore you with it. Um, So anyways, I love you guys. I am going to do a great job and I'm really looking forward to talking to Allie. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. What's up? Hey. Hey. Thank you so much for um, taking the time to talk to me. I, um... I'm like super interested in this and I'm kind of an obsessive person. So I'm a part of a, a theater company and they asked for me to start helping costume in this upcoming show. And so I immediately was like, I have to learn every single thing about costuming. And I'm like watching documentaries about the time period. I'm like, I'm going to learn every single thing in the world. And so Mariana knows everyone and I asked her for a suggestion. And she suggested talking to you. Um, how did you get started? Are you from Atlanta originally? Uh, no, I'm actually originally from New York. I went to George Southern for college school for fashion merchandising. Always knew I wanted to be in the world of clothing in whatever capacity. Um, but then I met a friend who was a UPM, um, and she, she asked if I wanted to work on a show, and I was like, absolutely. So, um, I PA'd and then became a shopper um, slash ACD and now I'm an ACD. Okay, amazing. So can I ask, because I was looking at your IMDb Pro, 
what's the difference between um because I've interviewed people from art departments in general can you break down like which role does what and is it different on different sets you know yes and yes a PA is the assistant they're kind of the gopher they do returns some shows because of the regulation with um, the union, with IATSE, some people are really strict and don't allow PAs to do much. Mm-hmm. Neither is right or wrong. Um, it's just they're not supposed to touch the costume, so they can like organize. It really depends. Um, but PAs should be able to do more. They don't get paid a lot, but it's the learning experience, you know, and they're vital. And just because they're the lowest man on the totem pole, you know, like they still have a job to do. The way that it's set up in New York is probably the easiest way to describe it. So costumes would be the designer, the assistant designer, and a shopper because they create the costume. And then when it comes to the supervisor, the uh, costumer, a lot of times in New York, that's the same person. Um, And then all the set people are wardrobe because then they take care of the clothes. So they they do the maintenance. As in like keeping it all like iron put together. Are they in charge of, because I know in some costumes you have multiples going on. Is it wardrobe who's like, you look, this dress looks gross now. Let's put you in a fresh one. <laughs> you know, yeah. is that their job? When you're on set, they maintain it throughout the day. So if you need, you know, your collar fixed or lint roller, mm-hmm. they and so does that mean like once the costume is decided on, the actor is wearing it on set, you're kind of like, you're done with that piece in that scene now? Pretty much. So that's also, it depends on the designer. It depends on the show. Um, some designers like to go ahead and pull the entire rack for the episode and just download it on the truck. That's usually typical, not as fancy shows. Mm-hmm. Like if it's just um, like regular day wear, we'll just load it up and then we'll take from there. Um, for us, we do it by day just because the pieces are so special and it's high end. We don't want to like load the truck down with, yeah. you know, you don't want to look Alexander with green jacket. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, these board shorts are from Target and then this is more than I'll make all month, you know? Yeah, so it's like on shows I worked on OBX, and yeah, board shorts were like, yeah, they didn't care. Whole and like their whole closet is on the truck, right? Um, but for us, yeah, like, and this is Dynasty. Dynasty is what you're talking about. That is, I I've seen like clips of Dynasty before. I'm very aware of it because I'm in Atlanta. Plenty of my friends have done it, and um, that must be like such a cool show though, because like a lot of glamorous things I want to say don't really shoot in Atlanta you know yeah and what's cool is that they like change it to be based in Atlanta so we really get just like the way that um like Aaron or I will like style people you can definitely get like an Atlanta vibe it's not New York it's not LA I would love to hear your definition of an Atlanta vibe well you know New York is I'm from New York yeah um so you know, it's just New York is like black and everyone's so chic and minimalistic. And mm-hmm. I mean, definitely ahead of the curve, you know? Um, mm-hmm. 
and then LA has that just like laid back vibe and but Atlanta's funky like Atlanta's got soul it's got mm-hmm. like it's definitely a vibe and it's not stuck up like New York it's not like LA where it's kind of t-shirt jeans cool no like when people dress in Atlanta like they come to dress I I love that you said that because it definitely I think a lot of people not from Atlanta would be like I don't know, cowboy boots. I mean, there might be cowboy boots, but it's because they're also wearing some kind of like corset and like half of their head is shaved. But like, I I feel like people here really take a lot of pride in ownership of what they wear. I used to um, live in Nashville. And one of the things I that like about because I dressed, it's like a form of release or something for me. I'm not saying, like, I'm the coolest in the world, but for me, I really enjoy it. And in Nashville, it very much felt like L.A., where it was like, I love a white T-shirt. I I love things that are simple, but you couldn't just wear a T-shirt. You had to wear, like, a $90 T-shirt. And I'm like... Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I I love simple things, but um, that was one of the things that I noticed about Nashville changing. Everything had to be expensive. There was this, like... And I love thrifting and, like, finding unique things and um, putting it together. Okay, well, that's so cool. I didn't actually realize Dynasty was set in Atlanta. Okay, so just for my brain, what is it? Can Do you shoot an episode a week or is it every two weeks? Uh, yeah, it's like 10 days. Okay, so can you take me from, like, the beginning of your – because it's, it's so funny how you're just – Pressing, pressing reset over and over again. Um, what does that look like? So we get the script, obviously. Um, we read it. Our supervisor does a breakdown. So we every cast member has their changes. So for instance, if it's a day and night scene, sometimes they'll change. Sometimes there's not room for it. So I kind of like that part because it's kind of like critical thinking skills of well, you know, if they're going to change for dinner, because we like to change them, obviously, because we want to have to show off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like if they're, you know, if, uh, for instance, if Alice is in the office all day and then she goes home and has dinner, if it's an opportunity for a fabulous dress, we're going to take it. But then you have to think, it doesn't make sense. Like, when's she going to change? Um, so that's always a fun part, but the supervisor does that. Me and Aaron, the, des- uh, the designer, kind of go over it and suss it out, you know, like just make mm-hmm. sure that it all makes sense. Um, so from there, once we know how many changes they have, um, we'll look in their closet, see what they have, because sometimes, you know, they'll they'll do like a sticky thing where it has to be... Um, the other day like Fallon was undercover you know so then okay we know we have to shop for um a hat and glasses and a trench coat or sometimes it's things like that um sometimes it's things in our closet things that we've fit them before um and if not then we shop and we do fittings which is always a process <laughs> I do feel bad though because people um are like oh it's it's so much fun to do fittings on it. I wouldn't think so. No. No, it's terrible. Like trying on clothes that may not fit. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't do a lot. <laughs> Whenever yeah. I go shopping, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't love that. That was something, and I'd love to um, talk about 
how um how like I'm a I'm like fluctuate in between like a, a it depends like maybe a four or maybe an eight you know and how I was in a show once and they didn't have anything for me and then they put me in a and I actually I'm wearing like a big baggy boho dress right now I I like baggy but they put your choice yeah it's my choice and they put me in a like a like almost like a swimsuit cover and maybe everyone I know could have worn it and it was kind of they were like I guess you can wear this question mark <laughs> like what do I do with you you know which and also a size four two eight is not I mean no size is difficult Mm-mm. but um you don't I just, I always tell actors that I fit, and I, I think even told Mariana this, no one comes into your home and forces you to put something on in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you get to you get to dress yourself, and we all have those mornings where, oh, these pants don't fit, but you get to change, and I just can't imagine how it would be to come to your room and see something hanging there that you don't like or then you put it on and it doesn't fit and then you have to be on camera and like remember your lines like that's that's that's, that's terrible right yeah that's, like that that's just not nice yeah and I um it if I'm nowhere close to this and what auditions I'm getting but if I ever was on an episode of dynasty I would be internally like just just like sweating and I would be like please get nine shirts because I'm gonna sweat through this and then if I put on something that was uncomfortable like that is the last thing you need to be thinking about um but then I'm like okay so I'm ugly and sweaty and I'm gonna do a terrible job you know stuff like that so what does that do to your brain like especially um we usually try and fit people the day before so they know what they're wearing I mean Everyone, mm-hmm. day players. I mean, even background. We want to fit the day before because, don't, like I said, don't you want to know what you're gonna wear when you? It, it shouldn't be a surprise like that. And um, it's just so crazy to me that people come in in the morning and they're like, other people on the production just don't understand why it's important to just get your mind right. Feel good. That's always one of the questions that I ask when I fit. Um, well, because Erin does all of the principles. And I help her with those fittings, but um, all the day players, I do. And um, that's one of the questions I always ask them, like, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Are, are your shoes comfortable? And they're like, yes, it's your body. Mm-hmm. And you have to wear it. Yes, I'm asking you. They're like, I've never been asked that before. That's insane to me. Like, isn't that just... Yeah, that's so... And But I love that you're still asking that question because I'm sure people go into your job being like, I'm going to be a good person. And then your job is so stressful. And then at the end of the day, you're like, okay, this barista behind a counter, I really, like, I don't have it in me to, like, make sure that they like their polo, you know? So that's amazing that you're still still doing that. And it's amazing because I have actors – generally look very different but then I have a lot of friends who I can't believe that they're insecure about their body and it doesn't no it doesn't you know it doesn't matter if you say you're not comfortable then you're then you're not I just think it's yeah yeah and who am I to like tell you 
that you shouldn't feel that way. Like, mm-hmm. that's not my job. My job is to make you look as beautiful and confident and great in whatever state you're in. Mm-hmm. I just, I, and I just hate when actors come in and they're, because it's mostly day players, you know, y'all are like in and out of everywhere. And they're like, wow, this is like the best setting I've ever been in. I'm like, it's crazy. Yeah. But even like Mariana, I put in the suit and she was like, yes, <laughs> uh, yes I, I am here for you. Like, yeah, she's the best. Oh, no, I was just thinking how cool it is that also you work on Dynasty because you really are. Everybody, like, is kind of hot on that show because it's, like, it's a soap opera. And so it's, like, even the even the lawnmower guy, it, they're, like, mom. Oh, yeah. Very handsome lawnmower guy, question mark, <laughs> you know? And so that's probably fun to not just, I'm not saying, like, because you get attractive people, but you want everybody to look good. Because if you're doing, like, Walking Dead, you're, like, how many ways can I stain a t-shirt, <laughs> you know? When I first started, it's funny you should bring up Walking Dead, because when I first started, I worked Devious Maze. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar. Um, I've always worked on, like, female-centric, kind of, like, soapy, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Like, I, I love the, you know, sassy, funny, um, I'm all into it. So, um, when I worked on that, people were like, oh, you were going to do these maids? I'm like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> so it's like, big earrings, you know? And they're like, don't you want to work on Walking Dead? I was like, to get dirty? <laughs> like, you can be in a mansion, or you can be in a field, you know? And you're like... Yeah. And then people are like, well, have you been on uh, Dynasty since the pilot? Like, aren't you wanting to work on something else? I'm like, so to not buy, like, Bob and the times like it's nothing uh-huh like no it's like my dream yeah make beautiful outfits come together all the time i love that i love that it's so fun and especially in this industry i think i love that you said that because so many people in this industry are always like okay well i'm doing this but i'm going to be you know like I- i'm gonna be working on this or oscar film or i'm gonna be this person and it's like, as jobs come, you're going to take it and you're going to love it. And um, actually, the head of makeup comes into, I work in a coffee shop, one of my many jobs. Um, I work in a coffee shop and um, you get it. It's, it's a lot. We've all been there. Yeah. The struggle, hustle, doing everything. But I'm also learning so much. And so I feel like once I figure myself out. Well, but you um, in the coffee shop get to collect people. Yeah. The head of makeup at Dynasty, I believe she's still there. Um, She had a child. Yeah. Semi-recently. Yeah. She comes in and um, I've chatted her up a little bit, but I don't want to like overdo it. Um, But she's talked about what a great, um, what a great set Dynasty is and how like, you know, it's like, it's chill. It's awesome. And Y'all have been together for a long time, which is really sweet. Oh, how is working on a TV show? Because I saw you worked on a f- couple films. How has a TV show been different than a film or a movie for the most part? Um, well, like you asking how it goes with like getting the script and you do the breakdown and then you get the costumes and the fitting. But then like as soon as you're done with that, you start right back again. And just like a constant flow of that on a TV show. On a movie, it's sometimes like two, sometimes almost three months of prep, um, and it is 
painstaking. Because um, on TV, you know, you choose an outfit and it's done and then you move on and next episode, there's four, six, however many more changes. But on a movie, it has to be like the most perfect tank top. So you can get like a rack of a tank. Um, ribbed, snug, oversized, tight, cropped. I mean, you have to get every single option you can possibly find um from like walmart to barney's mm-hmm. you can go on like it's so i it's so mind-boggling yeah yeah as a lot of that like taking pictures in it and then sending it up and getting it approved by a chain of 400 people yes one of the first things when i became the shopper can't remember who said it but it was like oh I know who it was. It was when I was first a shopper. Everyone always tells you, like, you can't take, if someone says no, like, you can't take it personally. Um, but I worked with a designer, Shadi uh, Tamin, and she's done, like, Harry Potter movies and um, James Bond. Like, she's hilarious. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah. And so I bought um, some top or whatever, and she she's French, and she's like, oof. This is terrible. I hate it. And I was like, okay. She's like, it has nothing to do with TV. She's a designer. It's just sheep. <laughs> Fine. Like, I don't care. But that's, it's for real. Because like, you could think that a top is the most amazing thing in the world. And it has to pass the designer, the actor, the showrunner on TV shows, or the writer, the director. Um, on movies, it's a bunch of producers on uh, commercials. It's, you know, if it's a commercial for Nestle's Hot Chocolate, like all of Nestle's there. Mm -hmm. I like this shirt. Does it come in pink? You're like, I have all of the rainbow. No pink. Did you see the movie Cinderella with like Lily James that came out semi-recently? Uh, no, I'm too old. Okay. No, it's fine. I, I'm a, no, I, I, I was having a terrible day and I was like, I need joy. And so I went in and I, wa- I'm, I was not watching it as a child. Um, Lily, Lily James is adorable. So she, she's the cutest thing ever. If, if, if you're ever with a child and they want to watch something, talk them into that. Um, but you know, Prince Charming wears like tight white pants and I can't remember the actor's name. And it's like the biggest costume designer in the world. She did the costumes and I can't remember her name. But he said in an interview, tight white pants that are like, kind of like Lycra-esque. And he just had to stand and they had like a million versions. And he just had to stand there and they were all kind of like staring at his crotch. And they were like, rotate this way, rotate that way. Because they're like, will, is it, because it's a Disney movie. So like, they had to make sure that there was nothing distracting going on. And he said he just stood there for hours as a team of people are just staring. <laughs> yes. We we always laugh. We're like, us and doctors are the only ones who are like, hey, come on in, take your pants off. Yeah. <laughs> but but then at the same time, um, you know, especially when it's someone that we first meet, um, when a day player comes in, Again, talking about, I'm like, what happens out in the wild? Because if someone comes in, I'm like, I go over the rack with them. I'm like, these are my ideas. And I'm like, let's start with this. And I'm going to step out, let you get comfy. Because, you know, when you get in for a fitting, it's like, you don't know where you're going. Then you get there. And what am I going to do? Like, 
tell you to just take clothes off and like sometimes you just need a minute you have a coffee you're like okay i'm here let me look at these clothes settle in get dressed and then ready for them yeah just to right you're just standing there being like i just met you all right well 5 a.m and i'm like something they're just not going inside <laughs> like it's like a pair of heels I'm like, but so then her toes are gonna like do that thing you know yeah but i'm like how it's just like common courtesy right you would think you would think there are like those little issues that you don't think about what has there been like any i don't know like any like surprising problems where you're like i didn't expect for this to be a thing little hiccups as you've gone but we always say the less clothes like the more problems. Um, so any like nude scene, lingerie, especially like devious news is on lifetime. So, um, you know, there's particular rules. It's not like it's HBO where they could just flash. We can show cleavage, but not side boob. Like they're just finding like sets that are sheer, but then we have to line. Less clothes is always way difficult stunts is always a challenge because you know they like pick the sides times or they'll have long sleeves but then sometimes long sleeves don't make sense why would you do long sleeves for um for paddock okay okay yeah because they have to wear yeah stunts you always have to do sleeves and long pants to cover any kind of thing any kind of pads that they need so what do you do if she's in an evening strapless gown and gets thrown off a table well you don't or if you do you find like a fur or something with sleeves but that's what that's when you coordinate with the stunt coordinator and you're like what do they need and if he's like no she's going to be falling on her butt she just needs a butt pad i'm like okay cool so we can go from there that's part of the fun right like and they do like previs where like you know they'll um set it up so we can see and that kind of helps. That's so interesting because it feels like TV is like constant problem solving, which yeah. I... Problem solvers. At all times, which is really, I'm sure it's exhausting, but that's also cool. It's like yeah. extra layer of creativity. But then a film, it feels like it's more like prep and planning and getting the perfect tank top. And um, yeah, so it, it's definitely a different, I'm sure... It's a different world. If one person has done primarily one thing, it would be probably a really big um, shift. And I feel like people either, like, it's not both. You either 
love working on movies or love working on TV. <laughs> but that's fine. I mean, right? Like, sure. That's the way the world works. Um, but yes, we are problem solvers. We're just in the like costume division. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. That's all I do all day is run around and solve problems. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, is Dynasty because it's such a big show? Are y'all? Do you sometimes have multiple sets going on at the same time that you're running in between, or is it? Are they usually filming one place at a time? Well, we used to. We used to do double-up days where it would be the last episode um, or the last day of, you know, like 4.14, and then we'd start 4.15, and we'd have a double-up day, so it'd be two units running at once. So you're finishing up one episode, which sometimes we'd still have to establish, but then we're starting a whole new episode, which everything has to establish over because you're like where am I and you haven't even wrapped one and you've completely yeah. set up the next one to get started that sounds that sounds awful okay for being a shopper does that mean you're like running in and out of stores all day or is that all day that's just like 10 hours 12 hours a day oh my goodness so like how do you do a shop <laughs> which I mean I think initially people would be like I love shopping that sounds so fun and then you're like Really? Because his size he's a size 14 in shoes, so you just yeah. want to run into stores? Ah, that's a lot. So, like, are, would I, will I run into you at, like, a Target? Or, like, what kind of stores are you going into all the time? All of them. On Dynasty, it's mainly, like, high-end. When I was shopping, because I shopped on Dynasty Season 1 and 2. Pilot Season 1 and Season 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just... Would do Neiman's, Saks, Tootsie's, all the shops at Buckhead at just loops all day long with notes and what we needed. We do a lot of online just because it is so high end. Net of course, hey, um, my Teresa. I mean, Outnet's okay, but it takes a long time. We do a, a lot of online, but yeah, when I was shopping, it would just be rounds and rounds and rounds. So, are you shopping episode for episode, or are you like, this is a great top? This character, either it'll work for this episode or it is so her and I know we're going to use it in the next few episodes. That's a difficult part is because we, I mean, we genuinely love to shop like Meredith. Um, so a lot of designers don't shop. They just send the shopper out and hope for the best or I don't know, just don't know what they're looking for. Meredith, the first designer, and Erin, who took over. They both like to shop, so they have their finger on the pulse of, like, what's out there, and they're very decisive. Um, yeah, you just, sometimes you see things, and you're like, well, we don't need a gown, but this is so amazing. But then sometimes, like I was saying, um, it's really specific, and it's like, oh, they're having a gold party, so you have to shop for a gold gown, so it really depends, but... Yeah, we try not leave anything spectacular in the store. Yeah, I don't. You don't even know why you love it. There's just something about it, and you're like, I, I have to own. Yeah. Yeah. Protect me. Yeah. Yes. Very much. Like here, come to me. Come to me. Um, and then I end up wearing like this dress. Um, I've also been running all over. I've worn this three times this week. So I'm kind of like, oh, I love to shop, but also like, I'm going to wear this over and over again. It's so cool that you get to shop for, um, a show like this. Do you have 
like a favorite costume that you've put someone in or like something where you're like so proud you're like I figured this out and I didn't know it was possible you know so many yeah that's so fun that you get to say that though one in particular like there's so many that I love and um I mean specifically on Dynasty just because actually I do have a favorite one and I'll tell you the story yes so coming from devious names and then daytime divas and like resurrection was like a very like sears jc penny polls mm-hmm. um and then before so not to go too far back but before no. i got into uh being costumes i did uh visual display mm-hmm. in uh statesboro georgia south georgia Belk. and i would always try and like do the most and they hated it. like, what do you mean? I just need this like two ninety nine Kim Rogers t shirt look like a million bucks. They're like, yeah. yeah, we don't want that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So finally get into TV, I'm like, oh god, like these people get me. Um, but still was like a little um a little squashed, right? Like not being able to let love fly fully fly. And so when I started with Meredith on Dynasty I worked for her on the pilot, and then season one, I was obviously still on the show, and um, she was like, we need a really, really fabulous pair of shoes for Fallon for this black dress. And I was like, okay. So I go out and find a couple pairs of shoes that were like just kind of okay, like Louboutins that just had kind of like gold filigree or whatever. She's like, yeah, these are cool, but like, I want like a really fabulous pair of shoes. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, because I was used to having to dumb down what I thought was cool in this corporate world. In, but Meredith was like, oh, genius. And Erin is too, but we're, you know. So we got these Prada shoes that had, oh, they're amazing. Like feathers and gold I mean, they were over the top. And I didn't even say anything. I just bought them and dropped them off in the uh-huh. back. And she, Meredith screamed. She was like, Allie! I was like, because oh. in my brain, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, I did too much. She was like, these are the most perfect shoes I have ever seen. You went there. And I was like, yep, I'm home. Yeah. you Like, people finally are like, no, I want you to go like, all out like they they want what made you special and everybody else was like calm down a little bit um yeah wow that's so cool that literally is my yes that's my favorite thing i've ever bought Mm. shoes because then from there i was like oh it's on yeah yeah is it cool that like i'm and i'm sure there are accounts of like following like Oh, in season two, something, something, the black cardigan she's wearing. And, like, accounts are, like, finding what, you know, like, stuff you found. Isn't that wild? It's like, you have fans. Oh, my God, yes. Dynasty Closet is, like, a full Instagram. And she's a fan. Uh-huh. From, I think she's from, I'm going to say Switzerland, I think. hmm she's, she's amazing. And she, I mean, it, like, she could literally see, like, this. Mm-hmm. 
of a shirt can find it. And she posts all of it. And, like, so quickly. I've always, I I follow a couple accounts of like, you don't know, like actors I love, what they wear. And so I, I have a few and I've like reached out to them before and I'm just like, just impressed where it's like this girl wears pencil, black pencil skirt. And they're like, oh, it's Dahari or whatever. Yeah. It's wild. Because of like a little stitching on the like pocket or something has has she ever reached out to you and been like dude i cannot find these boots all the time oh that's so cool and we're more than happy to help her helped her erin me we of course i mean she loves what we do and respects us Mm -hmm. and our time and like yeah how could we not answer her yeah of course, that's just, that's so cool, because it's, yeah, and it, it it's a time-intensive hobby, you know? Yeah, And she, sure. she's someone that, like, I don't know, has, like, dedicated her yeah. Friday night or whatever to find it. And then it's yeah. someone that you, like, someone who, like, so deeply appreciates what you do. Because, I mean, the clothes in Dynasty are so much of the show, you know, because it's all oh, kind of... Everything. It's aspirational, you know? And so that's, that. like, you know, if they don't look fabulous. Do you have a favorite character to dress? I won't tell. No, it's a toss-up between Dominique and Alexis. Current Alexis. Why why is that? Because Michael, Michelle, and Elaine are forces. Like, they are fabulous and older, and they, like, know their body just no fashion and they're mm-hmm. into it mm-hmm. and they have ideas and they they like being over the top some other people are like oh this is crazy We're like <laughs> oh but like that's what's fun right michael michelle and elaine both they're like can we add a hat and a glove and a necklace and a like more more is more with them and they they have a lot of fun with it and it's just really really nice to just again like the shoes it's to just let that fly fly mm. do the most. Yeah. And it's so funny how you did, how you got started in fashion merchandising, which is like influencing people to be like, buy this, you know, this is what you want to look like. And actually in this really odd roundabout way, people, who knows? I'm Now I'm just thinking really abstract, but think of like how many thousands of dollars you personally, by choosing that so-and-so are going to wear, this dress, then on, I don't know, Zara is the first thing that came to mind, though you probably don't shop there. Yeah, that dress is going to sell out. Like, you've possibly put, like, changed, like, millions of dollars worth of money. Isn't that weird? That's so crazy. wild. This is not a humble brag, but it kind of is. Um, I, I'm very trained. But Meredith worked on Gossip Girl. Y- yes. And then the assistant designer on Gossip Girl worked on Sex in the City. Those are like the two shows. It's it, right? Those are the the fashion change the world shows. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I get to be part of the generation. Yeah. With Meredith, like, I get to be her assistant designer. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's so cool. And it's also, I don't know exactly how you got Dynasty, but like with how you got started, I guess because you were already on the... You know what? I don't even know. Really? I can't even 
Yeah, I can't even remember. I think Meredith got my number from someone. I don't remember who, really. Uh huh. That's so funny. I haven't thought about that. Now I'm gonna text Meredith. Like, how did we? How did I meet you? She's one. She's one of my great friends, and she's oh. like so lovely and so nice and insanely smart and incredibly talented. She also did Rain. Rain. Yes. I've like, always. Every, yes. That the costuming on that show was so it was it yeah, it was almost like delicious is the first word that comes to mind. You know? Perfect. It's it's just it's a perfect way to describe it. Yeah, because it it was a very it was like an all out there show, but I think if they wouldn't have looked so fabulous, I don't think it would have lasted as many seasons as it did because Absolutely. the show was kind of like this. It was really fun, but it's a hot mess. And that's why Meredith is so insanely talented because she did Rain and then she did Dynasty. Like, but her taste is wow has a different level. If you know Rain, you understand what I'm talking. About. Yeah, yeah. Where everyone's like, "Why does this work? Why did they tie the corset upside down? And why do I want to tie a corset upside down now and wear a necklace around my my head and whatnot?" So can I ask, because I've just never, because I don't think there are very many people like Meredith then, like what it's like, not like, what is it like to work with her? But you know, like what, how does her eye work? Is it just that she sees pieces in a different way or she comes in with this full vision? Like, what does she do? I don't think she comes in Mm -hmm. with any, I mean, I think she has thoughts um, or ideas but from my perspective, because I will never speak for anyone else, but from my perspective, I feel like Meredith just feels things mm. and is just drawn to things and is interested and intrigued or motivated um, and just kind of goes with that flow rather than there's some designers that I've worked for, um, one in particular who found a dress that worked for an actor and would only buy her that dress. Like, whatever style, color, whatever, she would just buy her that dress. And I'm like, can't they do something else? Mm-hmm. Like, but she was like, nope, that works. So, here we go. Just checking it off the list, almost. No, it just sounds like she's very instinctual, which makes a lot of sense for those shows there is something i feel like in how they're dressed is really instinctual actually yeah like she would i mean she'd go shopping and it would take her like an hour to like three stores because she just didn't have to think about it mm-hmm. I, don't, I think she just felt it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and already and then knew that saw a skirt she's like oh, okay yeah it's kind of like she knows almost like the feeling she's going for. And then once it meets that feeling, then she's like, well, I don't have to question it. This is the, that's so cool. It it is kind of one of those annoying. Isn't the right word, but it's like those people who my apartment, the corner you're seeing is a gray, dark hole, but um, my living room is, I'm very proud of it. It's really cool. But most of it is I bought all the pieces, but one of my friends is an artist And also a very practical person. She's, like, the best mix. And so I, like, gave her all the paintings and all the furniture. And I just told her, I said, you you decide where it goes. 
And I don't know why, but she all of a sudden could like look at a wall and she's like, hey, we're going to like do this weird shape with these empty frames that makes no sense. And we haven't seen it on a cute Pinterest board. She's like, we're just going to, we're going to do this. And she's like, do you like that? And I'm like, I don't know. Like if you, if you want to do that, then it is better. Like, cause I, I think I have enough taste where I can buy the cool stuff, but then there are just some people who are like, nope, this lamp goes in this corner. I don't know why, but it'll do this and this and this. And then she just, I'm going to, I'm compiling my next like thing where I told her she's got great minimalist style. And I just bought a giant movie poster of Steel Magnolias. And I'm like, I'm so excited. (laughs) And so we have very different taste. Oh my gosh. Yes. I will send you a picture. And she's like classy. And then I'm like, I'm like, I have a Matisse painting over here. And then it's like a movie poster. And then it's like, it's just all this. And then a friend of mine, she painted an owl. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to hang up this random owl. But, um, I know, actually, Mariana took some pictures of this, um, play production that I did the intimacy choreography for. And, um, and I'm framing one of her pictures in my house because I love it so much. I, I think it's so cool how she is so multifacetedly fabulous. I know. I, um, I've been wanting to work with her as like, like as a kind of a fun like style shoot I've been wanting to style some stuff and then her shoot it for a long time people always ask me for new work and they're like how do you link Atlanta and how people dress in New York or LA versus Atlanta like, but Atlanta's a vibe like it's just the culture um, I mean you know people who've grown up in New York and stayed in New York I mean most of my family it's like you're from there you live there's the only place in the world and nothing else matters like mm-hmm. I never want to be that person mm-hmm. rude right I know some people that are from there and end up back there but like I, I don't know people say Atlanta is um and anyone listening to this podcast is like Rebecca we know you like Atlanta and I'm like yes I do but yeah it, it's it's just I think once you know what the opposite feels like like in Chicago my last month I ran into one person and it was like, oh my gosh, I know you. And in London, I weirdly ran into like three-ish people in like my year or so there on the street in this random area. And it was like really cool. But like Atlanta, I have like my coffee shop I go to. And I once, I had lived there for six months. I ran into, and it is like, it is like one of our, my friend group's like haunts kind of. It's um, a coffee shop that a lot of us love. And, um, I ran into five people I knew. It's a chrome yellow. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Look, I, I'm a shopper. Like, don't, I, I, I got it. Like, I, I can read a room. I'm like, I know where you get coffee. <laughs> that is so, wait, I'm just, now I'm so curious. What gave me away? Because I just get your vibe. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm very flattered. I feel like Chrome's a nice one to be associated with. It's the it's the best. And a couple of my friends are the baristas there. And but um, that is amazing. I'm <laughs> you're so good at your job. Um, yeah. I uh, <laughs> my, my my second um, party trick. I'm good at that. Mm-hmm. I did Chrome you. Second party trick 
measurements, like their neck, their sleeve, their waist, like from all their measurements. And everyone was like, is she right? And the, the dude's always like, yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure. Sorry. I no, no. I, I love that. That's also a very useful thing to be able to yeah. do. I, um, I have a, I had someone on like in my first few episodes and she does some styling and her weight has really, really fluctuated. So this is part of her party trick is, but she knows exactly what jeans to put someone in. She used to work at Coco and Misha. And so great party trick, any, any weight you were at, she could look at you and she's like, okay, well, when I was this size, I could, I love her. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She's an angel. Um, her name's Gabriella, and I love her. Oh wait, I know Gabriella. Of course you do. Um, <laughs> I've met her. Isn't she does all the vintage? Oh my god, she's amazing. She's so talented, and she um, that's actually kind of how this is the smallest world. I see. Like yeah. this is why I love Atlanta. Um, it's uh, Mariana listened to the Gabriella episode, and she personally reached out and said she really enjoyed it, which like. It was only my sixth episode. I feel like mine's gonna be a disaster. Oh no no no! You're fine. You're no. You're doing great, and I'm enjoying this so so much. So much of it is just like the energy of someone, and I love all my guests. But um, but anyways, yeah. Um, she reached out, and that's how I met her. Is she's a good friend of Mariana's, actually. Mariana invited a bunch of us over to her house for like the witchy female night. Mm-hmm. I have found my people. <laughs> One of the questions, I literally could just keep picking your, no, I could keep picking your brain and eventually you'll be like, Mariana, Rebecca's nice, but she, <laughs> what's, what's going on with her? One of the things, so the search for pink is, um, I started it when I was in Chicago and I still am kind of questioning, like, I love creative jobs and journeys but I'm still always kind of going like what the heck is going on with my life and I was in one of those moments and so searching for pink for me was like finding the positive every day and that was something I did like religiously because nothing looked good what has something what's something that you've done in maybe a more difficult time um that it that like helps you kind of work through it wow that's hard um (laughs) sorry the meaning, the meaning of life. Go. Well, it always changes, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, was doing um, visual and playing with clothes and having fun. Um, that job sucked. I made no money, and it was in Statesboro, and I had no kind of life. And but it always came back to what I was passionate about, which was clothes. And it didn't matter if it was, you know the $4 tank top or whatever, like, I got to have fun in what I was doing. But now, where people might think I'm successful and, you know, I'm working on this TV show and it doesn't mean that I can't complain or the job isn't hard, but at the end of the day, what am I doing? I'm going to work and I'm dressing people and buying fabulous clothes. And, I mean, honestly, that's my passion is clothes and it's funny because you asked me who my favorite was and I said my Michelle and she tried on this amazing uh Stella McCartney jumpsuit the other day which is it was not really it was cream with like flowers on it which is not really Dominique but it had like this Bianca Jagger vibe to it that we've been channeling 
this season and um Aaron had stepped out and um it was just me and Michael and she chatted on and I got legit goosebumps because it was just so fabulous on her like the cream was the right tone it wasn't like too green it was it was because cream is hard right mm-hmm. cream tone for her skin and wide leg and the balloon sleeve and it was like a whole vibe and she was like oh my oh god you really have goosebumps right now and I'm like yeah like it's uh she was like you really love clothes and I'm like yes wow. and not just um not just the Stella McCartney jumpsuits the old worn t-shirts um when I worked on OBX you know we worked a lot on um aging and dying and the nuance of how how do you wear out a t-shirt how do you, if the collar, you know, if the collar is worn here, how are your pockets worn? Where where does that go? Um, where is it stained? A bleach spot, where does that go? And the thought behind it. So it's a long-winded way. That's, that's what, but that's what I love. It's, it's um, everything from Stella McCartney jumpsuits to how you wear out dirty t-shirt. Like, it just consumes everything. I... I love that. In my brain. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's so cool because I, I don't know what kind of, what part of your brain is the thing that, like, na- I feel like it just kind of naturally is something that, like, you've found that your brain, like, it already thinks that way and you've been able to use it. and It's wild. And it's funny because um, I was out of work for two weeks and um, my friend who I actually worked with, she was an assistant designer and I was the shopper and now she's a supervisor. Uh, but we've worked together, we've been friends for years. She came on and then I was out for two weeks for COVID. And she was like, I can definitely tell, like, you're missed and I can tell what you do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah. She's like, everyone's scrambling to do what you do effortlessly and I can tell it's effortlessly because I can see what you've done and I was like wow but yes like there's something in my brain that just makes it effortless I don't have to think about it naturally wanting to tell that story and that's like such a good point with like wearing on the collar I was listening to a costume designer roundtable they were like had all been nominated for an Oscar think maybe it was for this year or last year I don't know but um but one was like a westerny kind of thing where obviously the cowboy dude had to like have worn in those jeans you know this it's like where is it on this pocket like on the corners yeah on the jeans yeah and and exactly and so they didn't and they didn't have time and so someone like suggested they were like make the person put on and this actor was like so down for it too it wasn't just this poor random actor but like they were like have him sit in them for two hours like wet and you're just like and there are a couple characters um because I've never thought about costumes before but as I told you I'm like a little obsessive and I'm wondering if it might be a little bit of actor abuse but for like the especially like the wife beaters and stuff like people are different classes and I'm gonna probably ask some of the guys I'm like can you start wearing this under your clothes like for the next two-ish months and then there are other guys who are gonna be richer where they're like and they'll have it starched 
I'm really like, I'm like, can you not put on deodorant and <laughs> like run around the block every day? No, it's good. And actually they, they actors like it um, because it helps them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to full circle too much because I'm notorious for that. But giving actors the day before figure out what they're wearing to have that brain space, giving them the tank top, you know, that gives them the space to, I mean, whether you're methods or not, you get comfortable and that kind of gives you something as mm-hmm. an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so like on OBX, they all had, I mean, wear just like a dumb stack of whatever, you know, just like throw it on. I just collect, like it always changes. I think this very like effortlessly cool kind of like whatever yeah i love it but um whatever show i'm on it just kind of travels with the show like on obx's and uh it was shot in charleston and charleston and like the braided bracelet or whatever oh and a mood bracelet that was it that i got for everyone on the show but like i would never wear a mood bracelet but like it's a vibe right mm-hmm so I bought them a stack of bracelets and in all their first fittings you know like the, the friendship bracelets we'd make in their first fitting we put them on and they kept them on the whole first season and wore them out I mean we had multiples in case anything happened but yeah they were totally down mm-hmm. and I loved it because it was like it helped them have like an identity of their character and mm-hmm. um you know, like rainbow sandals, leather sandals. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was that and then Converse, like two notorious things of being extremely difficult to break in. Uh, but Chase, the lead number one on OBX, he played John B, came to Charleston with nothing to audition. And he came to us and was like, is there any way that I could have something to wear besides the clothes I have on my body and we're like actually all of your wardrobe treat it like trash and then come back to us so no I think it's a, I think that is my preferred way mm-hmm. um, to age and die things just because it's good for us and it's good for them and then it I mean we can destroy things all day but when it's natural that's the beauty of it mm-hmm Mm-hmm. really special and that's something like i feel like an audience won't always notice the lack of exactly right but, but like but still it's like a it's like a they can tell subconsciously you know it's a feeling yeah it really is yeah. it, it's a feeling and then also i'm sure it helps the actors like so much i also find it interesting when actors are like oh those were my shoes you know like or, like, sometimes they bring something that's their own, like, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, it, it's, it, it's so, I find it so interesting how, like, it is such a collaboration, often, like, sometimes the costume designer's like, oh, I needed the perfect, most perfect, beautiful necklace in the world, and then we couldn't find it, and then I realized I was wearing it, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, I've already, like, you're, you're imagining perfection, and then you're like, oh, I'm just trying to replicate myself, actually. Character, no matter what, it's a version of you. Yeah. Have you, have you taken any of the costume pieces from the set? Uh, no, I mean, we're not allowed to take them. Sometimes we, like, borrow things here and there it's not really 
because this the studio owns it, so there's so it always seems like a good idea, or you think about taking things because you're like, oh, this is a Gucci dress, but by the time you bought it, fit it, looked at it, then you're like, oh, that shirt, I'll never see this again. Yeah, as an as an actor, it's the same thing. I'm yeah. like, once it's my costume, I'm like. Well, I used to like this, and never again. <laughs> but I wore it for, you know, yeah. three days straight, and 12 hours a day, and you're like, I never want to look at that again. No, yeah, no, I... I get it, I get it. Yeah, if I've ever brought anything personal, I just kiss it goodbye, because I'll never want to wear it again. Well, Allie, uh, sorry, were you going to say something? Well, no. Talk to you forever. No, I could too. I could too. I'm actually, I literally, could we do this again? Because, but yeah. Like, I want to hear what you say. And, like, yes, we can talk forever. No, I would, if you ever want to go to Chrome Yellow with me. Wait, where is your place, though? Well, that's the thing. I don't really drink coffee. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Coffee. I mean, I like, like, an afternoon iced coffee. Like, but... I like Crumbia, so I, I, I read a <laughs> Well, okay, well, that makes me feel like you like me. I literally... Of course. I had such a little... That was a compliment. Oh, good, good. Because also, I know some people take it as, like, a little pretentious, you know? Kind yeah. of like... I mean, I could have I said Dancing Goats, but I thought you were better than that. Thank you. Sure. Thank yeah. you. Oh my gosh, I'm so flattered. Um, well, if, if you don't mind... I would love to talk to you again um, soon. And I've really enjoyed this so much. Well, and you have my number, so text me anytime. Okay, I will. For sure. And text me a picture of the shoes. Oh, I will. Cool. All right. Thank you, Allie. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right, y'all. So these episodes, honestly, um, not to be too personal, but um, going on some dates, and I feel like the podcast has made me better at them, um, because these really are first dates. There was a dad in his 40s that I interviewed uh, kind of recently, and I was like, this feels wrong, because I kind of have first date energy uh, during these episodes. Can you tell how much I liked Allie? Some of these first dates, I shouldn't keep calling them this, but some of these... I'm kind of like, yeah, cool. Wow, I'm learning so much. And then some of them, I'm like, oh, I love you. I'm obsessed with you. And both are great. Both are wonderful. But listening back to this, um, I already liked her a lot. Allie, I am holding you to that chrome yellow date. I, that wasn't me just being me. I would love that. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Mostly just give us five stars. Allie is a 10-star guest, so you can rate us five stars and we'll call it even. All right. I love you guys, and I will talk soon to someone else. Bye-bye.